Hello, this is the Hypercast, and this is your host, Xavier Evans. This is your co-host, Brandon. This is your co-host, Nathaniel. This is co-host, Charles. Today, we'll be talking about my story that I am writing called Awakening, as well as some underrated hidden gems. Moving to my story, Awakening. It was lightly inspired by one of my childhood games called Link's Awakening, Legend of Zelda for the Game Boy. I was almost going to say Advanced. There were two versions of the game released, one featuring colored graphics and one simply black and white. The first one that was released was Link's Awakening Standard, which featured the game in its main story. The second one was the deluxe version, Link's Awakening DX, that released for the Game Boy Color, which was also reverse compatible with the original Game Boy. But the DX version featured the color dungeon. That's where the character or the player could utilize the fact that the game had now had colors for a special dungeon that asks you to go like, okay, so this color goes here or answer this riddle regarding like, okay, what's this color? It, it, it doesn't even sound like a cool gimmick. It just sounds boring nowadays. <laughs> like, look at us. We have colors now in our video game. But that's besides the point. What makes um, Link's Awakening truly amazing is its story and how it can easily bring you to tears once the characters have grown on you and you reach that bittersweet ending. And I've decided to take a character that has always been dear to me through my whole life and make that into a story, but also take a little twist on Link's Awakening, or not even a little twist, a huge twist. It's essentially my own thing now. So my story is called Awakening. It features a young adult. His name is Denny, and it starts with him waking up in this dark place air quotes dark place i tend to start my characters in places that don't make much sense that way i can transition them into the story without having to ask myself seriously okay how am i going to start this out and put the pieces together to make this story become something and after denny like leaves this place he finds he, f- he hears a voice, actually. Actually, this is before even he even wakes up in the dark place. He hears a voice, so a girl calling out to him. She says, she says, here. And she reaches a hand out to him, and he reaches for it. That's when he wakes up in the dark place. And after some observations of taking a look around the place, which is utterly chaos, there's islands twisting and swirling, there's river streams twisting and swirling, gravity is false, and there's no really no laws of nature in this area. He walks as a ball of light sort of like starts glowing orange and it like radiates a familiar warmth. After walking into this light, he shields his eyes and he wakes up on the beach next to this girl who's looking down at him. That's when he meets one of the major characters named Sylvia, who would in turn be one of the main protagonists of the of the um, story and as well as Denny's right-hand sword. So after meeting Sylvia, who's who's an extremely energetic girl, and Denny is not so much like that, but definitely influenced by Sylvia's warm nature, they they meet an old man named Donovan after settling down. And what Donovan serves to do is to explain to Denny that upon coming here on this island, he, he was found drifting there by Sylvia and he cannot leave the island otherwise he would end up coming back to the island 
The only way to leave the island, w- island would be to wake up the spirits. There are three legendary spirits that sleep on the island of Relic- Reliqua, which I don't think I've mentioned the name yet. The island's real name is called Post Reliqua, but we go by Reliqua later in the story. And what Post Reliqua means is after rest. Well, the only way to get off this island be to awaken the legendary three spirits being the fox, the owl, and the whale. The fox guards the forest, and the fox's name is Ephorus. The owl guards the skies, and its name is Setheros. And the whale that guards the waters of the island is named Lysirius. Then he must wake up these three um, beings or entities from their nightmares using the resting sword, also called, also called the Reliquian Sword. The Reliquian Sword um, provides a challenge on the main protagonist as it will only operate if the user has a strong will. To even pull up the sword, the character must have a strong resolve. Otherwise, it'll result in the sword destroying your brain until you're an empty shell without the, the, the capacity to even think. So after passing the sword's trial and as well as Donovan's trial, he's able to raise his sword high above his head towards the sky. After receiving the sword, him and Sylvia go off to awaken these three spirits, starting with the fox spirit in the forest. So that's awakening so far. And what I have in store for it right now is a series of serious moments where Denny will have to make some really hard decisions for himself and for others with drawbacks that'll result in will he really leave this island or does he want to save the people that he's that have grown up that he has grown on and that mean a lot to him there are three major swords in the story the first one being the reliquian sword the second one being the sword of awakening and the third one which is not made which is not mainly a like a sword that's going to progress the story, but becomes Sylvia's sword. It's called the Donko sword. The Donko sword is reliant on the, the user's um, soul. It reflects the color of their soul, and it is only as strong as the character's will. I like the um the swords in the series. I like to make I like to make them reliant or affected by the character's will. So, so, for example, if someone using the Donko sword were to have a weak sense of self or a weak motive, the sword would be useless. Someone with a strong resolve would result in the most power from the sword possible. This is a good start question. My question I've been wondering, are you, plan- are you planning to make any characters represent us? Um, Not necessarily, but it could be possible. Like characters take inspiration like... like- you know, each one of us has like a like not like a alteration like a persona of us, like how we view ourselves. Like I view myself more as a somebody who's who doesn't like peace, but I don't like evil. But I'm more of a trick. I'm I'm always viewing myself as somebody who doesn't like either side, and would love to cause chaos for both. It's always always viewed myself, or Nathaniel, where I don't know how you view yourself, or Brandon. I don't know. Brandon looks like that person who views himself as like I'm I, I'm as a hoarder. I'm sorry, but you viewed. If you're making me a character, give me a beanie or a bandana. I have a goalie right here. That's it. I may take some inspirations from my own life, but the only inspirations from my life so far are going to be the focus on mental growth and preservation and uh, 
my childhood game, Link's Awakening. Oh, I'm just asking, was well, just maybe some fun because it's always I always seen some authors always write characters and never represent their friends or family or. It's possible I could make you something that comes down along the line. If that's how I got author. It's nice seeing authors, but he's always a shock too. Okay, you're going to you have a question for me. All right. Well, you said you had Denny in your head for a while now. Why wait until now to write him in a story? Why wait till now to write this story specifically? So it all started on uh, last session when I was trying to record the YouTube video and uh, Brandon and Charles were here as well. I couldn't really get my ideas out or at least have the video feel fluid or know what I was talking about. And that was because I don't think I was talking about what I was truly passionate about. So I wrote another goals for this week sticky note called, um, well, at least it had bulleted um, three things. It was to finish the episodes, editing and video post-processing stuff for the podcast that week. The next one was to find out what I enjoy. And the third one was to finally write a story about Denny. In the past, um, when I was into art, I wanted to draw him, but I could never truly like express what he looked like. I, I can see it clear as day in my head, but I still try to this day to one day maybe push out what he looks like. But as far as the story, I just started writing. I didn't have any intention of making Awakening. That's why um, that beginning part is so vague and mysterious. It just started out with me writing and then this happened. So this writing this story feels less like an expectation of myself and others and something I just feel like I can just pour my mind into and be happy with. So that's why, kind of why I started writing and why I'm continuing doing so. Actually, I can, I can relate to what you said about a character <clears throat> you're high. You don't know how to create them. If you it, on an earlier episode, I did talk about my another personality of mine, and he's actually more or less based off a character in my head. I've always had as a kid. It was pretty much how I viewed how I viewed myself if I, if I was ever in an anime, and that's what the character was supposed to be. I'm it's like it's like, but my problem is now he's more or less became not just something I viewed myself as, but so like I never personality of mine. Like, yeah. I, but I can never draw him. I don't know how I would draw him. I don't know how to describe him. Uh, was this like the first book you thought of writing like throughout your life? So I don't want to call it a book yet, although I am calling it a novel, but I'm just sticking to story right now. I'm currently 30 pages in and not knowing how long it's going to be, but I do not know how it's going to end. I have all the major plot points written out as well as the turning points and the real big shocking twist that I can't reveal that'll happen down the line. Yeah, because I told uh, everyone here, but I was actually planning on thinking of like a book to write or just a novel in general. Yeah. Uh, since I'm fascinated in the unknown and like everything behind it, like. And mythological, you said? Mythological creatures or like um, cryptids or. Yeah. Stuff like that. You should go for detective work. But I. I find that stuff interesting because we don't know what's out there and all that. So I feel like one of the things too, I've even written like a small little art for the, um, it's just a little doodle on sticky note for like what the cover of the book would be. 
And if I were to make these individual chapters with their own covers, they'll be significantly different featuring like Denny and Sylvia yeah. in whichever situation they're in. I also have um, one of the markings or symbols they're going to come across in the story. And it's the mountain peaks with Reliquia written in another language, as well as the there are three dashes representing the spirits. The dot represents the heart of the mountain and the line facing down is Denny. So that's uh, what that and I, and if you're watching a video version of this, I'll have this up there. It's it's the symbol that appears on not only the sword, but the back of Denny's hand after being blessed with the power to wield the sword. Some authors go through this phase, but here's another question. Some authors, when they would take a, a story they've written or something and rewrite it to a whole new different kind of story. Example, I can give you Overlord, a series you heard me talk about a lot. It's original web novel. Actually, folk, main character actually was a lich, and he was more humanoid, and a lot of characters originally did not exist, and a lot of the plot points series was different. But in the light now version, the version we're all familiar with, everything is different. Alberto actually was ne never existed. She only exists in the light now version. It was completely rewritten from the original story, and became, he became an overlord skeletal-like creature in, in the light novel instead of the, in the web novel being a lich with humanoid skin. Now, I can relate to this a lot. As I was um, telling you guys before we recorded, I have parts written out in the story, page lo pages long in brackets, and they're parts of the story that I would like that I would like to have in the story, but I'm not sure if it's too soon or does this fit. So and uh, another thing you mentioned was there's two different outcomes or two different I've things two like different story he was arcs. supposed to be. That's exactly one of the things I was going through. So, yeah, I do relate to that in this story. You have plans. As far as um, I, I at one point, I wanted to make two versions of the story because at one point I wanted them to when they were going up the mountain, I wanted them to go. Up, I wanted this to happen and lead to this. But now I'm doing this and it leads to this where they meet uh, one of the characters, Maribel. She wasn't even supposed to exist. I have an entire part in brackets. That's the that branches into a whole nother story that where Maribel doesn't exist. This sounds a lot like being a DM in Dungeons and Dragons. You know how many times you guys have literally derailed the story? Oops. The Pope was supposed to be a side character. Now he's practically the main good guy or something like that. I mean, the wonderful thing about books, it's all under your control. Probably the time when I derailed and turned a normal family of people with a missing kid to a vampire case. Oh, uh, yeah, and then we but, had to find out about this underground vampire ring. Anyway, let's move on to my second question. Well, actually, I don't know. I think I know the answer to that one already. Third, third one, yeah, third one then. Who's going to be the BBEG? Could you uh, explain that for the Big audience? Big bad evil guy. So the main villain. Yes. He's so. As you know, there are the three sleeping guardians or spirits, Ephraim, Sethros, and Lysirius. They're all guarded by very, very strong nightmare threats that don't intend on letting anyone wake up these guardians for the sake of their own existence and the rest of the island's existence. There is one more nightmare, but I can't tell you who it's guarding. If you can't, you can't. The guardian, I mean, that nightmare is so powerful. It is unbelievably more capable than you'll see from these other spirits, but the or nightmares. But the thing is, I made sure not to make these nightmares like some foe 
some mysterious foe who just intends on killing you and preventing you from achieving this goal. So they have these, reasons and goals themselves. These well, these nightmares are terrified of you. They don't want you to do this. They're scared out of death for their life and they're willing to kill you to preserve their own existence. And when I say preserve their own existence, those who played the game know what I'm getting at by that. They're not just trying to save themselves. They're in a sense anti-heroes, but it's not made clear until you get towards the end of the story and meet that final nightmare. Well, damn. Um, I don't really have like another question, but I just thought of it now. Um, are there any more like inspirations or things you took into this story from like games or movies, books, other that stuff, or is it just Link's Awakening? Intentionally, I've been trying to keep my inspirations limited. Not well, I guess I won't say intentionally. I've been I've been keeping my uh, inspirations limited because I know I want this to focus on Link's Awakening because that's my story base. But I've blown it up so much from that story that I can't I don't know if I can take much more inspiration without the story losing its original charm, because that's one thing I'm trying to preserve. This story is not just about um, waking up the island or waking up these guardians. It's about this character, this main character, Denny, and how he grows with this companion, Sylvia, and how she changes from the beginning of the story into her own independent self. So, you know, sort of the Shannara book I told you about earlier. That in itself is inspired by Lord of the Rings. I mean, really, it's Lord of the Rings, but with a sword instead of a ring. That's literally what it is. Actually, another funny thing is Overlord was actually based off a D&D playthrough he did with his friends. Back to D&D. So, yeah, that's my story, Awakening. And um, I would like I would love to do updates every now and then as to how I'm doing so far in the story. Um, yeah. my, one more question. Oh, yeah, go for it. Is this more not a question for the way to this story, but do you have plans to write another story? Or like, are you looking like, example, we... I was thinking because this is I want to see how good you are writing. Each one of us can make a character for you, and you have to make that story into that character. No, you, you understand. No, that sounds like a gimmick no. or a game more than no, that. No, you know you don't get the joke, do you? It, it's basically how well, you would perceive us. I'm actually just asking to perceive us. I could like do the, it. Like the, you know, the four swords of thing. Remember when you're younger? I would love to do one based on four swords where it represents yeah. you, Frank, and Josiah. That's what I was asking, like the four swords thing. Like I know you, we always talked about it. I, I would need very descriptive. Well, actually, I no, can, just I, use the four swords. Just use the four yeah. swords ones. I, I could use four swords as a story base. I don't but actually. Um, do you even guys know what the four the, swords what, thing is? What makes me? Is that why everyone's named by colors? Yeah. Yeah. yeah you never notice that. What What really keeps me writing these stories though, and not quit on them? is because they're coming from here. They're coming from my heart. Like, I'm not writing this story with the sole intention of like, I'm gonna make big bucks on a book or I wanna publish this. I just wanna write this story because it feels nice to get something yeah, out and not hold it in. Yeah, because I was wondering, because you know you made a kind of wall back and forth stories. We, we had adventures always of us. And we always we were named after our colors, but we stayed for colors. Yeah. It's green, blue, purple, and red. You're green. I was red. Frank was Frank was purple. Josiah was blue. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah. I guess that would be possible. Some some way. Because you, since you're basically one off of Link's Awakening, why why not do another one? 
Yeah. Um, did you have a question, Brandon? Uh, not really a question, but I was going to add on to what Charles said was with the book I'm trying to think of writing. It's like I, I'm taking like inspiration or like some ideas from like Tomb Raider, Uncharted, and then like the uh-huh. Percy Jackson books. You want to repeat that? Percy Jackson. Brandon. Percy Jackson. <laughs> it's However okay. it's called. Whatever it's called. I, I can't exactly remember. Uh-huh. And I really enjoyed those books because of like the the Greek gods and all that. And I like the story of the demigods. Uh, so if anyone would like to check out my first, I believe I believe it's chapters zero through two or three. Um, I, I'll need to make sure that's good before I get it out. I'll have it up. Uh, maybe as a downloadable link on the podcast on a drive file that you can read for yourself. It's going to have a few word errors in it, but I'll try and clean it up as much as possible before I do so. My long, my long-term goal for this story is to not only share it somewhere on the internet, but I would love to make a web comic out of it. Some, some way along the line. And if, if someone like finds it and like really, really wants to like, Make like a, I guess like. Uh, or not even that. Um, just feedback would be like the best thing ever, and the biggest help that you could do for me is to share this with as many people as you can, because the best feeling in the world is people seeing your work and. If not enjoying it, at least leaving feedback. So I would love to share Awakening and I would love for you to check it out and read it. So I have a few questions. When did you think about writing your story, Brandon? Or when did this thought cross your mind? Exactly. I I know this is derailing from Xavier's thing. I'm sorry if it is. Well, it's it's it's, it's no longer derailing because I just wrapped up my area. There's a point trying to make this. I just want to know when you uh, start writing. Um, I know I wasn't really like. I would say it was like a few months ago, because I watched this like one video on um, what was it like cryptids or something like that? And then when. When? I know this is what you're saying. I know you're already saying this, but okay. About around the same time, you're thinking right your book, and you started getting really heavy into character backstories. Was when he started his book. Xavier, you've been an unintentional inspiration to these two. I mean, it, it, he's been writing his character background since before. Yeah, I've I been. was writing. Yeah, I actually. No, you're overloaded now. That's like a whole two pages worth of information you got down on that. I don't know. Thing is, got even more detailed after he started the book. Yeah, because I, I, thing is, me is when I redo something, when I write something, I usually more I rewrite it, the better it sounds. Yeah, that's why I don't want. Actually, that's why I, I, I when I was a kid, I wanted to write a book, but my problem was I didn't like how it first turned out, so I would rewrite it. it sounds better. I would keep it rewriting. My problem is I, I always want to rewrite write something. That's why it, right now. Currently, we have a special D&D playthrough going on right now. Is that over character? I'm constantly reworking, you know, making a story more detailed. Like, see that, and back to what you were talking about, like trying to make a, a narrative that works. You're gonna like, you have like two stories. You like them both, or you think yeah. one needs to change. That that leads to like these differences and these adaptations. 
Yeah, and me and Brandon pretty much just smashed it together and figured out a funny story of my character. And pretty much, I'm a mess. So I looked at my notes, and uh, the first thing I wrote for my story was um, May 14th. So it, it was like a month ago, yeah, at this point. But, yeah, I thought of it because of, like, cryptids and that stuff, and I wanted to make an adventure of, like, trying to two siblings trying to figure out the unknown from their parents i really do think i really do think you should write a story based on the pokemon world that like that two brothers story that you were talking about at one point i think you should go back to that and really just get into it well i mean it was people that were actually pokemon well not people actually pokemon but it was just stories about a story about a pokemon but I guess I can, like, change that up and then make it two brothers on an adventure. Either, either, way you, either way that looks or sounds best to you that makes you want to make it into a story. Uh, I'm practicing a method right now in my story. And that's kind of how I got the beginning to catch so well. The method is called, well, it's a basic college level tool. It's called show, don't tell. I'm not going to tell you what happened. But I'm gonna show it to you. Mm-hmm. Actually, and the thing is, when I was younger, there's this, always a story I always, always had, had in my head while I'm right. It's about a main character who's not even the main character of this story. He's the side character of the story, and he's pretty much going through all of these different like adventures. He's going through. He's pretty much a trickster. He pretty much takes on a form of like some like nobody and joins the party of the actual hero of the story, saves the day, disappears, and goes to another story. Pretty much the point of view from a side character, not the main character. I've always like as a character. He's not in like, I always had a because that's how I always viewed my character as someone who's never the main character of the story himself. More of a observer. Observe. He observes how the story goes. Oh, then you would do great in a second person point of view. Yeah, because that's how I've always viewed. That's how I always viewed my character. That's why I never actually don't want. If I ever make him as an actual character, I do not want his main character. He is not the main. He's mainly a person or who third person. Maybe. He he mainly is a person who watches and. Messes with the, it messes with it if something doesn't go right. Let's say I was thinking of having going to hear was about to die. He was he will help them, but without them knowing or something like that. Or it sounds I like think, a DM. That's literally what the story is. Well, what it's making me think of is is um, it's not Robin from Fire Emblem. It's the strategist from Fire Emblem Seven. He was always referenced and talked about by the characters, but he he was never the focus. The focus was whoever was the star of that arc, being uh Lynn or uh Elliwood. Lynn Hector Elwood. Yeah, it, it it was never specifically about you, the strategist. No. So yeah, I think it wasn't until later they actually started making the strategist main character yeah. in this as the you know in the actual class and everything. Yeah, like uh, real involvement in the story. Yeah, I've always, that's how I've always viewed my character. It was Nick. it was awakening where like awakening. you you were the we're, main circle of the t- discussion. Yep. Yeah. yeah, just fine. That's how I always viewed my character. That's why if I were, I don't that's why I don't know how to write a story. How would I write a story where the main character is not the main character? Well, you would I've have done, to. I've done it. I'm, you, I'm actually happy. Um, you would have to um, focus on someone else. Yeah. Like him, like through his point of view. Like I actually found a series. I'm so happy. I did find a series. Where the main character was not the main character's story. I'm actually happy. I found a couple of series, so I'm, able, I'm thanks to that. Now I have ideas how to do it. Yeah. Um, 
I think what I'm going to do is have a section or a separate episode that I'll record today. And it'll just be me reading um, chapter zero through three. I'm just going to let you guys know if you guys ever do get to read the story in its complete form. There's there's going to be some heartbreaks. I, I already said I already so cried in the beginning. No, it, it's it's much it's much worse than any killing off. It's it's, it's 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 going to attack you psychologically. I already have it written down in my plots. So back. uh, So for you, Brandon, did you have something to add? Uh, No. Well, yeah. Yeah. Like I said uh, earlier, um, but like I cried when like in the book or not the novel. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Brandon read my novel and. It actually it actually drove you to tears. Um, what I'm going to do is, um, yeah, I'm definitely going to read it out, and I'm going to uh, change a a few parts, but not much. The story will remain the same. Yeah. Um, are you excited for more? I am. This this is a this is a hundred percent a passion project. I've never seen myself as a writer, nor did I ever want to be. Yeah, I. I know throughout like school and that stuff, I had the urge to like write something. Middle school, well, not middle school, elementary school, fifth grade was like a book about like Pokemon. Um, middle school, eighth grade, uh, writing a story about two brothers uh, going into like a secret uh, room in their house and it leads to a basement and the brothers hit a button and they like revert back in time to like the Egyptian times of like Cleopatra and stuff like that. And then a menacing homosexual vampire approached them. Oh my God. <laughs> We're in that, we're in that one anime now. <laughs> if you get the reference, praise you. And then now a story about the unknown. Yeah. I like that. Um, I hope you really take off with that. Like, get those gears going. I'm excited for you. Have you thought of a name? Yeah. Yeah, I did. Are you willing to share? Um, it it might the name might change. I'm not too sure, but the uh, name right now is called the Beasts Unknown. The Beasts Unknown. 